Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Radiant. Uh, this is the host, uh, Dalton Grady, and today I have a guest on. Um, his name is Brandon. How, how do I pronounce your last name? Mellow, Mellow, Brandon Mellow. <laughs> and uh, I will be discussing his um, fan project called uh, Spider-Man the Monsters of Manhattan with him. Uh, which yes. looks pretty exciting to me. Um, it, you know, he describes it as like a uh, kind of like Cobra Kai and Stranger Things, um, you know, Spider-Man type series. Um, so I'm gonna ask him some questions and you know just goof around, um, have a fun time. Uh, so first question that I have for you right now is, how long have you been working on the Spider-Man series? This one in particular, uh, two years now. Uh, we shot in 2019, and then, of course, uh, the pandemic occurred uh, right when we were going to get back into filming in, uh, in March of 2020. Uh, and then we resumed uh, filming uh, August and uh, went up till uh, November of last year. Now we're doing some additional photography um, as we're getting into, as we're getting in, uh, deeper into editing. So uh, we're hoping to release this project by spring of, uh, of next year. All right. And what has been your favorite part of this experience? Um, primarily getting to work with just um, um, some, of, uh, some of my heroes, really. Um, some of the same people that um, I uh, learned filmmaking from and uh, aspired to be like. Um, I got to share the screen with or direct and um, I, I got to hear a lot of these people like say the dialogue that I had I had written um, and it was just this really surreal experience. Um, people like Jamie Coster, Danny Shepard from Ismahawk or even um, Aaron Shonky from, uh, from Bat in the Sun. Um, oh. So we got to work with just wild people, you know, and it was all the content that we had written, you know. And of course, like I'm very passionate about like the character and the, the material and the story and um, just seeing some experienced actors that have been in the industry for decades now, you know, I got to learn so much from them as just both an actor, a director, even a writer, you know, because um, this is my first big project. You know, I've done short films before this, I've done commercials before this, modeling before this, but like, this is like what I want to do. Um, so I think honestly, just the best part for me was just like being able to act with my heroes um, and being able to tell this story that I'm so passionate about with them. Yeah, I, I um, love um, Bat in the Sun as well as uh, Ismahawk. Like I, I've watched everything that they've both done, you know, for years. And um, I, I think um aren't one of them working on like a uh like a power rangers in a film or something like that if i remember correctly yes uh aaron is currently working on legend of the white dragon so that's been uh really cool with uh jason david frank and that whole crew yeah all right and um so i i you know from um interviews not that i've done personally but you know interviews that i've you know, watch with uh, people who portrayed Spider-Man, you know, in the mm. past, you know, like uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, you know, currently Tom Holland, um, you know, sometimes they complain that the suit is, you know, sometimes too hard to move around in. Is it easy for you to move around and do you have any difficulties moving around in, you know, your Spider-Man suit at all? I would, you know, you know, it's so funny. I was just talking to Warden, um, who's playing Spider-Man in, in uh, Spider-Man Lotus. We were just talking like an hour prior to this about how the suit is just so uncomfortable because like the main issue is like, okay, you have two struggles. So there's a face shell inside the Spider-Man suit and uh, the face shell basically makes it extremely difficult to breathe. Um, so, uh, and, and um, it's either that like, <laughs> so when you are breathing in the suit, your lenses begin to fog up. So we had a running joke on set that 
It's either you're going to die of suffocation and you can't breathe, or you're going to die because you're blind and you run into something. So like, it was just this ridiculous process of like, somebody has to like hold my hand and walk me to where I need to go when I'm on set. And like, it's just horrible, man. Like, it looks great on camera, dude. But like, on set, it was the most ridiculous process because we either had like Spider-Man versus Shocker or Spider-Man versus like Scorpion. And it was the most ridiculous thing because these two blind people are essentially fighting each other and have no idea where they're going. So like, of course, the rehearsal process was the most important part that they're able to train themselves in such a way that they know the, the entire space. Like, uh, like all around. So they're able to kind of do these stunts safely and knowing what they're doing. Uh, but for me, I look like a buffoon because I'm like, oh, walk me somewhere, please. Um, and then like the worst part about it was like, okay, we get the shot or whatever. And then like, I go to like scratch my back or whatever. And like the urethane webbing just like completely comes off. And then I'm like, oh my God. And then we, so, so in between takes, I'd be glued into like uh, the urethane webby, webbing would be like glued back onto the suit, either that or like by the latter half of shooting, the zipper fell off. Oh. So like, so I had to get hot glued into the Spider-Man suit. So oh. that would be just a 20 minute endeavor to just get into the suit. And like, I'm a human being, you know, I have to use the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. So what happens when I have to use the bathroom in between takes? Well, when I'm done using the bathroom, I have to get like zipped back. Like I would, I would have to get, I wouldn't get zipped back into the suit. I would get hot glued back into the suit and that'd be an additional 20 minutes. Um, So yeah, uh, comfortability was not on the priority list in regards to this Spider-Man suit, but hopefully if we come back for another season, we won't have that issue. (laughs) Um, We just didn't have time to fix the suit. Because, like, we had all of these people flying in and we had all this crazy stuff that we had to, like, do. So um, we just kind of had to roll with the punches. And we tried Velcro, uh, Velcro, but then it just puffed out and didn't look great because these suits are so tight on you. So, like, you can't do anything about it. It's just, like, it's, it's it, you just have to shut up and do it. Um, and, um, yeah, that was the process. Of course, we were also, like, super indie you know, so like we didn't have like just a costume designer that could be like, well, I'll do this and that. Of course. Um, so <laughs> it's quite quite wild. Um. So next question that I have for you is, um. So I, I know, like you know, you just said, you know, this is an India project. Um, but, yeah. Um. You you every stunt yourself or is there someone that you know does some stunts that you can't do oh absolutely i cannot do any of the stunts that's not my forte i can do like some i'm pretty athletic but i can i can i can do the poses i can leap in the frame i can kind of do like the smaller stuff but like my stunt double Devin, is like inhuman he can like do like triple backflips and just like handsprings like like he like floats in the air like it was ridiculous like i show people the footage and they're like oh he was on wires right and i was like no (laughs) it was it was ridiculous i don't know how he did any of it um he was just um uh he he was just a gymnast and um knew parkour and knew how to do all of these crazy things so yeah no i had a I believe uh, like three different doubles, but Devin was my main guy that we always went to. Devin was like uh, the person that I was closest to. And there's a few videos on the Instagram page kind of like showing our dynamic. And then we had two other people hop into the suit um, just out of necessity. Um, Cause sometimes like Devin was like not doing well because he just did all of these stunts and we needed someone to fill in. And of course, when you're on these projects, um, you're on a timer, you know, um, time is money when you're on set. So, um, we had some other people fill in for like specific segments, but for the most part, it was, it was pretty much just Devin. Um, most of the segments that don't require me to, um, take off my mask, uh, and be there as Peter Parker, 
um, are pretty much just Devin in the suit. There's specific like emotional segments um, that that I wanted to do in costume that is is really something specific for the character. But for the most part, I tried to really be behind the scenes, like uh in regards to like the camera and stuff like that and like i was directing not just acting in this project so i wanted to make sure that um we got what we needed to visually um because regardless like the um like a majority of the performance for spidey during these action segments are really in the voice you know so i'm going to be doing that in post anyways (laughs) so um yeah it wasn't a necessity for us for me to be in the costume all the time uh besides like the key moments that are part of the journey that i felt like was a necessity for the character um so yeah that bit of a ramble there but yes that is the answer (laughs) it's okay i'm the same way i ramble i can ramble on and on and on for hours if if i could (laughs) because you know i have a deep knowledge of uh comic books and movies and stuff and i swear to god back you know back when i used to live with my parents man i would bore them to death and you'd be like uh-huh uh-huh sure (laughs) but you know i I don't have anyone else to talk to you about this right now yeah no i uh i I really love the the project that we've been on so i i have a lot to say (laughs) yeah definitely um so um so you know, uh, like the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man stuff was pretty um, grounded and you know darker in tone, and the mm-hmm. um, you know the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was you know kind of goofy um, and not sort of grounded, I guess. And but you know the Tom Holland version, you know, just you know in the MCU and can go all nuts and stuff. Um, is your take on Spider-Man more serious, goofy, or you know a mix in between? Is there you know some uh, jokes that you came up with, you know, like yourself, you know, like are you more like the um, like uh, comedian Spider-Man, you know, that people love, or you know, like the uh, darker Spider-Man, you know, that um, most of us grew up watching on, you know. Uh, t- you know, uh, movies. Um, well, this Peter Parker is um in high school. Ours uh is uh, a junior, and he uh is still finding the ropes. Uh, he's a bit more ex- inexperienced, so he uses uh humor as like a defense mechanism. He is pretty much um the the witty Spider-Man. Um, but um, it's never just like uh, obnoxious. He's never like uh cracking jokes at people's expense like um andrews at times was or yes like deadpool yeah yeah like deadpool um but yeah he um um when it uh, pretty much when it's appropriate for him to crack a joke uh he's cracking it um but it's uh there's some serious moments there's some lighthearted moments but it's pretty much what happens when you have a high school um, Spider-Man, you know, uh, one of yeah. the writers on the project is like an actual stand-up comedian. So I feel pretty confident in our, in our material and our approach to the character. Um, but yeah, this is pretty much just brainy Peter Parker, uh, trying to figure things out. Um, so yeah, we start off the this, this series with him kind of like stumbling. Um, he's a, he's a year one Spider-Man. He's still figuring out web swinging and all of the essentials of being a uh, you know, uh, a Spider-Man. But uh, by the end of the series, uh, we're, 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 we're hoping that uh, he's grown into his own and he's kind of created his own um, interpretation. We've, we've pretty much taken inspo from um, the Ultimates version of Spider-Man. So Uh, if you like that version, this will feel very much at home. Yeah, yeah, that that was my main inspiration in all of this. Uh, I didn't really use the cinematic portrayals nearly as much. Um, okay. I like, I, I I pretty much just tried to 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 uh, be faithful to to what I grew up reading, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, um, that's my approach. So that kind of answers one of my other questions that I have for you. Um, I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. you know, what are some of your favorite Spider-Man story arcs or, you know, favorite versions of Spider-Man? So now I know oh, you arcs? Like the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> yeah. But what arcs yeah. are you? Yeah. 
Um, for the future, I really want to do like if we were to ever return, I would want to do Last Hunt. Um, oh, that's yeah. like one of my favorites. Um, but in regards to like my favorite um, version of Spider-Man, it has to be um, absolutely the Ultimates version. Uh, that's the one that I religiously would read growing up. Um, it was just like my thing, you know. <laughs> um, I just I, I love that version of the character. Um, uh, it, it was just it, it's what connected, you know. It, it's what connected with me, you know. Uh, just being like a teenager and such. Yeah, and um, man, uh, so sad that the uh, I, I don't know. Didn't they uh, destroy the Ultimate Universe? If I remember correctly, isn't that universe? Yeah, they they, they merged the uh, the Ultimate Universe and the six one six universe. Yeah, because that's how Miles is in the main universe. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and then. Um, there were some things about the Ultimate Universe that kind of creeped me out, though. You know, of uh, Wanda and uh, Pedro being so oh, yeah. interesting. I, I, I like the. Me. I I I pretty much only like the Ultimate Spider-Man universe. I don't yeah. really like anything outside of that. Like all of the, the Avengers are kind of yeah, the Avengers horrible were people. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of reminded uh, me so. of um, what are those uh, that team in the Marvel Universe, uh, the Squadron Supreme? Kind of reminded me of them mm -hmm. because they're like dickheads too. Uh, you know, they don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, fair. Yeah, no, um, yeah, pretty much it was just the Ultimate Spider-Man comics that I really connected to because, like, it was just like just perfect timing. You know, in the early two thousands, the new Spider-Man movie was coming out, or new then, uh, the the first Raimi film, and um, it was just perfect, like cross branding. Uh, they they kind of like uh, just rebooted the entire franchise and if uh, for new Spider-Man readers and it was contemporary and it was very much like what we wanted to do with this is uh, kind of take an approach that kind of deals with um, honestly some of the events of 2020, uh, not in regards to like COVID, but kind of like um, the divide um, between people. And um, it is very much like a pre-Civil War narrative, you know, where um iron man is is really um talking on like the news and talking about how like they want a registration act and how like superheroes can't just be reckless and there's anti-mutant protesters and um fisk is running for mayor so um really we have a little bit of I remember reading what? sorry to cut you off but uh i no remember worries. reading because i read everything that i could find on this project because um mm -hmm. i love superhero fin films most out of any type of you know fin film thing out there i prefer superhero stuff um so i was reading that you know you want this to be you know like uh part of you know like a comic accurate mcu type thing and yes it's been, yes. been around for a while same thing with yes for um, yes mm -hmm. which you know i hopefully we get that soon i mean have you watched black widow yet I have, I have. Okay. I know that there's one mutant that's been semi-announced, you know, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, when um, David Harper's character is in that prison, you know, that uh, mm -hmm. one big guy, I forget the uh, mutant's name, it's, you know, like a bear or something, I, I forget the name. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, I thought that was quite, I, I th he's a bear in the comics, but he wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Like, I didn't even, if you would have had asked me, like, after watching the movie, like, would I have known like that was like a mutant? I would have been like, absolutely not. It was just some big buff guy. But like, I, I guess mutants are confirmed, question mark, question mark. But like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, hopefully they get it soon. But like, it was just the crossover events that I loved so much as a kid. I mean, I grew up watching like those like Marvel shorts where like, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but there was this like Spider-Man, Iron Man, Hulk, like big crossover video that was on the main Marvel site. Um, and growing up as a kid, I thought it was the, the coolest thing ever just to like be able to see like, yes, there's a broader universe. And like, all you have to do is walk down the street and call up Iron Man and he can come to the rescue, you know, like, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And um, we kind of play upon that in this universe that it's like, it's not too far out of reach. Spider-Man pretty much just has his narrative um, 
and it's very much a Peter Parker story and we're focused on that, but like through the world, we can kind of see these other characters kind of appearing. And we just recently casted King Vader and, um, okay, so. uh, as, uh, as, as Black Panther and, um, like it kind of plays into the political world uh, a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Um, so um, when thinking about who you wanted to, you know, have in this um, project, you know, like what characters you wanted, um, mm-hmm. how did you, you know, pick, you know, what villains and you know, supporting characters you wanted you know, in, in a series? Yeah, um, so um, it was pretty much out of necessity for the story, you know, like who could bring the best um, and worst qualities out of Peter and what serviced our themes, you know, it was pretty much which character had thematic rev- uh, relevance and weight, you know, um, and Scorpion was a character that uh, we haven't seen on screen before. And is an arachnid just like Spider-Man and um, in this world, Fisk's anti-mutant campaign runs uh, uh, based off of just hate for, for superheroes. And he uses Spider-Man as a reference all the time and saying he's a reckless kid with superpowers, which isn't too far off from the truth. And people on the streets of New York are calling Spider-Man a monster, you know, and, and, and Scorpion's the physical embodiment of that, everything that people call him and, and say about him. And, um, he has to face his fears by defeating Scorpion. Um, and there's a little bit more to it, but um, as just like a brief synopsis, it was, it, was, it was pretty much just out of necessity for the story, you know? Um, it's pretty much Peter facing up against um, a parallel of himself, somebody who can match him, who's potentially even stronger than him. Um, and really, how can Peter defeat this guy you know um like how do you defeat someone you can't talk to you know how do you like that's normally the 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 motto of spider-man pictures right um that he like talks to his villains and that's how spider-man 2 ends you know he's talking to doc ock and he's talking them down and we have that with shocker but how how is he how is peter going to defeat the scorpion now you know um we just wanted a natural progression for this character of like Peter's defeating robbers at, you know, a storefront. Now Peter has to deal with the, the the shocker who just has really advanced tech. And then by the end of the series, now he has to defeat this person who can match his speed, his velocity, and his strength. Um, they're both arachnids. So uh, I think we've constructed something pretty special in that regard. Um. So we do have kind of the scorpion in the uh, well, I, I in the MCU, I believe, don't we? Don't we have like, uh, but he hasn't became the scorpion yet, or something? I kind of forget. Yeah, we have him. Matt. We have, we have Matt Gargan. Yeah, like I yeah. guess, but like we don't have the scorpion yet, yeah. which is what's uh, the coolest part. You know, like I really want to see like scorpion in live action. So that's what um, I'm looking forward to the most. Hopefully, I mean, I mean, the uh, Far From Home seems pretty. Uh, I hope it's not another Spider-Man three flop because it seems really overcrowded with characters. Uh, because you know, you're bringing back Doctor Octopus, you're bringing back um, all the other villains who've been in, you know, the Raimi universe and um, uh, Andrew Garfield universe. Um, yeah. Like who, who else? I think William Dafoe. I don't know if he's officially confirmed or you know or not um i, mm-hmm. I think he's coming back and then you know you mm-hmm. have um who else is going to be there um supposedly you know both spider-man you know andrew garfield and tom Hall, you know uh not tom well of course tom holland but um toby mcguire mm-hmm. hopefully yeah, yeah i really hope um and then you also have probably um i think you said that they're gonna have the cinnamon in there too or something you know from spider-man 3 uh, yeah, I don't know anymore. <laughs> like, uh, there's, there's, there's like some, some tentative talks of like maybe Emma Stone's returning and like I don't know. It's over. It, the rumors are through the roof. Um, yeah. so I don't know. I just hope it's good. That's all I want. I just don't want it to be another Spider-Man three type thing because that had too many villains in one movie. 
I felt like it could have been better if it was like you know like a part one, part two type thing. Um, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And they did Venom really dirty in Spider-Man Three too. Like, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. Um, but um, recently I've been you know reading the new Spider-Man stuff. I don't know if you have as well, but um, by uh, Nick Spencer. Yeah, like have you? read the first issue of the sinister war yet uh not the sinister war but i started the first like two volumes of nick spencer's run and um it seems like a return to character but at the same time it's a little bit too wacky for me you know um uh especially like when peter and spider-man became two separate entities i was like uh no um yeah, it just wasn't for me, dude. Um, I don't know. Spider-Man comics recently just really have not been for me. Um, like, I grew up loving the Ultimates. I love it. Like, I love a good grounded, like, neighborhood Spider-Man tale, you know, about, like, him protecting his family and his loved ones and his people. Um, that's what this series is really about. Like, um, I love Tom Holland as an actor, um, yeah. but I feel like now I'm, like, Peter going cosmic and, like, you know, traveling to different planets and doing all of this crazy stuff. Like, I know he's done in the comics, but um, it's not nearly as enticing for me. You know, that's why I would take a homecoming over like what he's done in some of the other most recent pictures. Um, so, yeah, that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I kind of agree with you there, too. I, I like. Um... I, I'm kind of saddened that Tom Holland hasn't been able to been, you know, uh, Spider-Man without, like, a father-type figure around him helping him out with, you know, these things. Like, he's had, you know, he's had Tony Stark um, mm. be a father figure to him, and, you know, uh, two, well, one movie, and then you had, like, Cappy Hogan in, like, the second movie be, like, a father figure to him. Now you have Doctor Strange being like a father figure to him, and it just mm. kind of saddens me that he's, you know, not really doing this stuff on his own yet. And it, you know, and he's, yeah. you know, fought against freaking Thanos, you know, and stuff. And you know, I mean, I, I think he deserves um, to do this stuff by himself at this point. Um, hopefully, they yeah. do like a college year type thing after this trilogy ends because. They don't know what they're going to do after, you know, this is over, uh, after the next Spider-Man film. Like, no one has any ideas. Um, also, with the whole Sony thing, too, because, you know, Sony still owns uh, Spider-Man as well. So, mm-hmm. they might try to make another Spider-Man film on their own again. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, they have Venom. Um that's true. That's true. They do have Venom. <laughs> yeah, Venom. Uh, Venom, like the first Venom movie, uh, I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I, I kind of wish it was R-rated because Venom's not a PG-13 character at all, dude, you know. That movie was so funny. Um, was I saw that four, dude, I saw that four times in the theaters. It was just so bad that it was just an incredible trip each time. Like, yeah. I could not get over how bad it was. Like, it was just so funny. I saw it with, like, a new group of friends each time, and, like, I was just crying laughing because, like, it, it was just – it never got old. Like, I could not believe that this had existed, that this was a studio-made picture, and that someone signed off and said, yes, this is what I want. This is what I want to see on screen, and that they could do such a thing to this incredible character – and it was just sickening. But, um, I mean, look, um, I mean, I, like, I love the new, um, uh, like, well, aspects of the new films with Spidey. But um, I, I think the Raimi trilogy will always be, like, what um, I adore. And, like, Into the Spider-Verse was incredible. That's, like, literally my favorite Spider-Man film. Like, that's that at the top of my list. Um, and then, inevitably, it goes, like, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 1 and, um going down that way so yeah i think that like i kind of want to see that version you know like what was in um the into the spider-verse picture um i feel like that was just such a a strong portrayal and um it just it was a it was a 
um, a lost Spider-Man and Peter Parker, um, Peter B. Parker, but um, he was still like intelligent, well put together and um, was still able to kind of like navigate the superhero world, you know? Um, so um, he was just rugged and jaded and worn out, um, which was, dad which bod. was. You know, he had that dad bag going on too. You know. Even though he wasn't a dad, mm. he, you know, kind of had that dad body look. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that and like, honestly, PS4 was like incredible. Um, oh, it's that version too. Yeah, um, I was disappointed. I mean, I kind of enjoyed the Miles Morales standalone game. I just kind of wish yeah. it was uh, more lengthy because I wanted to play more as Miles. Um, because, you know, I enjoy his character as well. Not as much as Peter, of course, but I mean, I, I do like Miles somewhat. Um, but, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I forgot to mention um, my Probably one of my favorite arcs is also um, in the Ultimate Universe as well, uh, and that was the Clone Sega. That one was so awesome to me at the time, seeing you know so many different variants of Spider-Man. You know, you had like the Scorpion variant, you know, Spider-Man. That was pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, you had um, what else was there? Uh, freaking um, what was that really popular? forget his name he's not even called peter parker um what does he rename himself the guy who plays the scarlet spider the guy who oh who um ben riley yeah ben riley yeah, like i like his character too i think he came back recently in uh, the newer stuff as well i, I believe um mm -hmm. and um i i always wanted to see that arc in like live action because i thought it was pretty unique um, and kind of silly, you know. You also had uh, their version of Jessica Drew was, you know, female clone of Spider-Man as well. Because you know, in the main universe, Jessica Drew is, you know, just a uh, spy, like a Shield spy, um, who becomes Spider Woman later on. But uh, yeah, um, I love that arc a lot. And then I also like the um, what was. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, the uh, last hunt, that arc was cool as well, you know, with Craven. Um, and I'm really sad that, uh, you know, um, it, it took so long to actually get Craven to the uh, live action stuff as well, because he's, he's also in the uh, Far From Home movie as well, I heard. I forget who's playing him, though. Yeah, I think that they're doing um, a Craven solo film. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be doing a, a Craven, uh, or I, I don't know if Craven's going to be in Spider-Man three. Um, but they're getting uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I that's believe, right. as Craven. Um, so that's that's going to be that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully they don't make that into a comedy as well, like Venom. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of happy that uh, they so you know Sony's like oh you know we kind of did like a shitty job with Venom, but now we're gonna you know go from like you know that and we're gonna blow it out to freaking 100 and just make it even more totally nuts and bonkers with a second Venom movie. Uh, <laughs> Harrelson is just a freaking crazy ass choice to portray Carnage like. It just makes me laugh whenever, you know, I see the Venom 2 trailer when, when I go to the movies, you know, I'm like, I, Woody Harrelson's an odd, odd choice to portray Carnage. Like, he's not scary at all. Uh, besides, like, this one movie that I saw him in where he played, like, this uh, serial killer. Um, Natural Born Killer is a good movie. Um, and it's kind of based off a true story about, you know, um, like this... Uh, guy and this girl who go around and just uh kill people i think they have like one of the largest murder sprees at, at the time uh but yeah it's a pretty good movie like he's kind of crazy in that movie um but yeah so i'm hoping craven is more serious in tone and not just another comedy film uh morbius looks okay i guess um i like jared leto a lot i just 
uh, wish he had more screen time as a Joker in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't really know what to think. I haven't seen enough out of any of these pictures, so um, I kind of just—it's um, not canon to me. Um, so uh, they're just cool experimental films by Sony in my eyes. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just kind of odd that they're doing all of these pictures uh, about um, characters that are supposed to be affecting Spider-Man, like side you know, characters, villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just not engaging with the character that we're supposed to see them, you know, fight and battle it out. You know, these characters were created for conflict, um, yeah. not as like standalone characters, but it doesn't mean that I'm not interested in seeing what they do. Uh, I am. Um, it looks cool. Um, but yeah, and I like all of the castings that they have for Morbius. They got yeah, Tyrese and like some of the Doctor have, Who people. Um, do you have Michael Keaton coming back to play Vulture? and morbius yes they are connecting. i did see that yeah so it seems like they are trying to connect the tom holland spider-man to the sony stuff so i'm thinking they're doing these standalone films to start finally a sinister six versus spider-man type thing because we were supposed to get that originally with andrew garfield because that's what you know those movies were setting up um mm-hmm. you know like electro and then um I forget who else. Uh, I no, I don't think the Rhino, like the guy who played Rhino, uh, Paul Giamatti, like <laughs> that was a terrible uh, representation of, of Rhino. Like a guy in a freaking uh, Rhino mech suit just kind of pissed me off. You know, I like the original design. You know, just a kind of like a superhuman type guy wearing, you know, like a cheap ass Rhino outfit. Like, uh, you no. Know, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully we actually get to see him face off against the Sinister Six eventually. That'd be Um, very cool. I mean, they kind of have it, I guess, if the rumors are true of Far From Home, where he's kind of facing off against like a different type of Sinister Six or something. I I don't know what's going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, so... Another question that I have for you is, um, besides Spider-Man, is there another superhero superhero that you've been wanting to play, um, be it you know Marvel or DC? Yeah, um, I've always really wanted to play. Um, um, in the future, I think it would be really cool to tackle like Batman. Um, he's one of my favorite superheroes, and um. Yeah, I have a pretty cool story that I would want to tell with that character. So um, that that's one character that I really want to um, adapt in the future. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, so talking about the future, I also noticed that you're working on some other projects as well. Um, mm-hmm. Are you able to talk about any of those right now or... or- are they like, um, you know, you can't really talk about them right now because they're still in development or whatnot? Um, yeah, I'm attached to like two original features. Um, so that's been pretty cool, kind of like, because uh, I don't want to be stuck in the fan film world forever. Yeah. You know, like I just wanted to create this for, um, you know, a love letter to the character. Um, and also just this was a great way to kind of like kickstart uh, my career. Uh, because a lot of people obviously know and admire Spider-Man and um, it's great for exposure as well. So it kind of is on, you know, two sides of the spectrum. I get to tell a story that I'm very passionate about, which any artist would want to do. And then on the opposite side of things, you get to work on a project that a lot of people get to see and gets to kind of get your name out there. And especially working with all of these really talented actors, if we make a good impression with them, um, then they would want to continue working with us on other pieces. So, um, yeah, it was just a great uh, way to kind of like begin my career, and now I get to work on original projects, which is like my passion. I want to, I want to, I want to work on 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 films, you know, legitimate films. I want to be an actor and a, a writer. So, yeah, I'm working on this uh, now. This war film, it's called uh, Little Joe's Diner, and I'm playing the lead in it. 
Um, and I'm working with uh, Megan Guthrie, who is uh, known as like Megnut on TikTok. Um, and uh, she's super cool. She's trying to break into acting as well. And uh, we're working with like uh, Jeffrey Cantor from Daredevil and like some of the other actors. So um, it's been a really neat experience and uh, kind of like um, just breaking into something original and getting to tackle a really interesting war film. And there's some really brilliant themes there. And um, Doug Durth, the, the director, worked on uh, Underdogs and um, Odd Man Rush, which is like on Hulu. Um, and then the other film that I'm working on is uh, Take Me to Bon You. Um, so that's uh, my first foreign film. Um, so that's really cool. Um, getting to travel for my work is always a delight. Um, getting to see new areas and travel. That's, uh, that's what I love to do. And uh, I'm working on a few other projects on the side, but those are the two main ones that's been taking up a majority of my focus recently. Uh, because uh, yeah, it's just they're ginormous projects and huge commitments and brilliant people on it. So yeah, awesome. Um, so if um, you could have, without you know having any like copyright strikes or whatnot um, against sure. you, um, what kind of uh, mute uh, songs or you know like musicians would you have be a part of you know the uh, Let's say, you know, if um, the uh, Spider-Man project you're working on gets like a soundtrack, who would you like to do music for said soundtrack? Like, what are some musicians that you would like on there? Um, like for the soundtrack itself or yeah. the or like the, 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 the songs in the in the picture? Like, are you talking about like the the, the orchestral? Um, or like just artists that I would want to collaborate with. Like, um, you know how like, uh, it can be like either or both because, you know, sometimes, um, like, I don't know if you, um, saw the original, did you see the original Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know who Evanescence is, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they did that song "Bring Me to Life," and that song was on, you know, uh, oh, it was in that movie. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, like that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be an odd answer, but um, mm -hmm. I would really like to work with uh with uh, Justin Bieber. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Um, he's uh he seems like a pretty talented artist, and he knows what he's doing. Um, he's really kind of like turned his life around, and um, I know some of the people that. Uh, have worked with him in the past and uh, they say he's like a really nice dude um, so uh, I would love to work with him um, he seems like a really talented guy and I could learn a lot I mean also I could just kind of relate to him you know um, he grew up with a single mother like I did and uh, started off in the industry extremely young just like I did so um, of course he had to deal with a lot of repercussions for that but um, I mean, I started when I was uh, eight years old in the industry. I was, um, oh, wow. I was, a, I was, a, uh, yeah, I was a model and a commercial actor. And, um, you know, there's a lot of effects that uh, kind of occur because of that, you know, and um, just like there's a lot of uh, mental exhaustion and um, just a lot of, um, that's the best way to describe it. Um, I mean, there's always going to be a cause and effect for your actions, you know, and yeah. getting into the industry young and kind of like having your youth a little bit taken away from you at a very young age, you know, um, I can relate to a lot of, um, uh, I can just relate to a lot of the things that he's, he's, he's spoken about um, in the past. Of course, I'm not into music, I'm into filmmaking, but um, still, nonetheless, it's still being in the industry and kind of being in this corporate machine since a very young age, I can kind of um, empathize with this situation. So, um, yeah, he looks like he's he looks like he's um, he's turned out to be a really good person. He's kind of like moved past that phase of, of his life of being kind of a douchebag um, and being reckless, you know, so um yeah, he he would be he would be a sick artist to kind of just like sit down and talk to. Um, my buddy, um, uh, a few of my friends actually have worked with him in the past. So, 
a few influencer friends. So, um, yeah, he looks like a good dude. Yeah, my my uh, my girlfriend loves Justin Bieber. Um, uh, my honest opinion, I, I don't like his music. Me myself, I'm more into like the uh, rock metal stuff because that's what I that's what I grew up with. Uh, sure. My, you know, my, my sister, my sister, she's she's your age. Um, so you know, she's more into uh, you know like either pop music or like the uh, new mumbo rap stuff mm. that I can get into. <laughs> I don't mm, understand yeah. what that they're saying at all. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I, 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 I sat there in her car one time. I'm like, what are they saying? She's like, oh, they're talking about this, that, and that. I'm like, I, how do you understand anything that they're saying? They were saying it really fast, and you're like mumbling under, you know, underneath her breath and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Me, I'm, of course, I'm, yeah. You know, I grew up listening to, uh, you know, like ACDC or like Metallica or like Megadeth or like Alice in Chains. I'm more into like the 80s, and 90s grunge rock metal stuff. Um, of course. But uh, yeah. Yeah, my, my girlfriend mm. loves Justin Bieber, so you, you two uh, would get along in that in that aspect. Like, I just cannot stand it. Yeah, <laughs> No worries. But, yeah, like yesterday on the way to, uh, you know, to the movies when we were going to see Escape Room 2, which, by the way, was kind of like, meh, it was mediocre to me. Um, I just released it first. But I was like, Justin Bieber in the car. I'm like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, um, okay. So, is there anything else that you want to like talk about? Because um, I'm running out of questions to ask right now. Um, but is is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, in regards to uh the series, um. Uh, nothing much is on my mind. I mean, uh, we're just about to get into, uh, editing, uh, deep into editing. So, um, that has been a really fun process and kind of getting the CG together and finally seeing the vision that I've had in my head and that we've shot, uh, finally come together. So, um, that's just been a beautiful process, kind of, uh, a bit of a scary process as well. I've been quite anxious about it, but, um, yeah, I just hope people really enjoy it and like it and, um that's really just about it um peter parker has been a really beautiful character to 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 kind of delve into and um if people really enjoy it i hope to return um it's really just about it all right and um oh um if you could have like one really well-known actor Let's say, you know, like you said earlier, hopefully this gets a season two. If this does end up getting like a second season, um, who would you like really want to work alongside with um, if you could have like anybody work alongside you for like a second season? Mm. Um, we're talking to a few people um, right now that I've, I've um, really uh admired and hope to, to to work alongside but one of them is um uh casper van dean um i would want him as our captain america who's uh, an 80s action star oh, um man. we have a few we have a few mutual friends so um we're hoping to to get him to potentially do a cameo and be a part of it and um we're also talking to uh steven glickman um from big time rush and he played gustavo in that uh he's a pretty well-known actor um and has done a bunch of nickelodeon stuff i don't want to give away who he may potentially play but um yeah i'm working with a lot of like my childhood heroes um so that's been really cool so yeah um those are the main players that i i would want to have on board um but um yeah i mean if you're talking like big time like a-listers of course ryan reynolds i would love yeah. to i'd love to work with um he's uh he's the man <laughs> oh, he is have you seen uh the uh hitman's bodyguard sequel no i haven't but i saw the first one and i adored it yeah it, it's not as 
good I can say as like a first one um, because you know it's an, you know com you know comedy movie wise it's hard to you know top a, you know the first film um, comedy wise but uh it has, it has its moments um, you know mm -hmm. because I like seeing Ryan Reynolds on screen with Samuel L. Jackson like they're the perfect pairing like if they could do like a comedy show together like. I would absolutely love that. Or, you know, like freaking um, Deadpool and Korg, you know, having their own TV show. Because I don't oh, know that, was, that was incredible. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep, that, I that saw it. Yeah, it looked, uh, it looked incredible. Yeah, and I'm so excited that Deadpool is part of the MCU and they're not, you know, actually censoring it or like watering him down. I mean, you know, he was dropping F-bombs, it seemed like, but, you know, they, they were censoring that because that was on YouTube. They can't. You can't have app albums on YouTube anymore, which kind of sucks, you know. Unless, you know, you uh, aren't monetized. I guess I, I kind of miss the uh, old YouTube days where you can just, you know, kind of say what you want, you know, kind of play what you want, whatever, and you know, you weren't facing uh, DMCA strikes and whatnot, copyright strikes all the freaking time. Um, mm -hmm. um, which does remind me. Um, where will you have the uh, show on? Will it be like on YouTube or are you going to have it? Yeah, on it, it's just, it's just going to be on YouTube. It's going to be like any other fan film um, just up on YouTube for free, non-monetized, very basic stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I also saw that you were trying to get some um, DVDs out there as well. Is that like a hard process? Um, hard, how so? Um, you know, to get like DVDs, uh, made, I don't really know the process of that, to be honest. Um, I heard it's pretty mm -hmm. pricey though, sometimes to get DVDs made from, you know, fan, you know, fan projects, um, especially like Blu-ray stuff. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been too difficult. Um, it's just as a reward, um, on the Indiegogo for donating. So um it hasn't been too complicated for us um yeah it's been a pretty uh straightforward process um yeah i'm just excited for it to be done and out there you know is where my head's at primarily um so yeah um that's pretty much it <laughs> okay um all right well, those are all the questions that I could think of. Um, but it was nice talking to you. Um, yeah, 100%. percent do you have you on again at some point, maybe when uh, the show is finally out there. Um, of course. Here, um, which is yeah. actually you know, approaching. This year has been like flying by so quick. I can't believe we're almost in August already. It's insane. Right. Um, I don't even remember last year at all. We just have all the craziness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair 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 point <laughs> yeah i felt like i was inside like 99 percent of the time just you know either working or playing video games or reading whatnot like yeah i'm lucky mm -hmm. that i work from home uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i can imagine yeah um yeah um really nice talking to you and um yeah um stay frosty <laughs> i don't know if you've seen aliens but you know stay frosty um yeah. enjoy the rest of your day and peace yeah yep see you